Welcome to Chronicles of Fiction. We're back with another episode. Yes, we are. This one is about, what was the book called? Shoot, pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're so, we're so good at this. It's Prince, Prince of, Prince the, of Mark. the Mark. I have not read this. It is by Sunny Treasures, but if it's by her, then you can pretty much guarantee that it's good, so we didn't bother pre-reading it. Right. We just assumed that it would be acceptable. It will be acceptable because she has phenomenal writing. I believe we've actually read some of hers on the podcast before. I don't remember. But I I don't remember either. It's possible. Likely even. Likely even. Yes. What is that from? Nothing. (laughs) I thought you were quoting something. No. Um, Not everything I say is a quote. Oh, that makes one of us. Um... So yeah, we're going to read this. I don't think it's terribly long. No, it's like um, a one-shot type deal. And then you're going to go, you want to go into, we've got some uh, lore stuff we want to talk about. Actually, not, I was thinking we could talk podcast, about it. Not the podcast, but the lore podcast is good, but that's a different topic. Yes, we're not supposed to be shouting um. out other podcasts, but yes, very good. Um, I was thinking I would go over that stuff first, so that okay, way yeah. people ahead, know then. what we're talking about. Do that. Uh, so this book, Prince of the Mark, it is about Elfwine. Uh, who is Aomer's son. And Aomer married this lovely lady, Lothiriel. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Does that look right? It looks close enough. Yeah, so she was a princess of Dol Amroth, which is a Gondorian kingdom. So I don't know quite how they got together. Um, It might have been like a diplomatic sort of thing, like, oh, we will solidify the alliance of Gondor (laughs) Rohan through marriage, because that was a common thing back then. Back then, then when it actually happened. (laughs) When when Middle Earth was real. (laughs) Yes, I remember those days. (laughs) Anyway, um, so they got married, and a little background on Dol Amroth. It was a seafaring part of Gondor. Um, I think it was actually like the wealthiest little kingdom within Gondor. So he married them money. Yes, he did. All those Rohan <laughs> Smart people. Smart move. All those poor Rohan Smart people move, were like, she's dude. rich. She's rich. <laughs> so basically this kingdom, Dol Amroth, um, was the main, I think it was the main naval port of Gondor. Um, so the Corsairs would always attack it and stuff. So they built up a pretty good army. And in the books, they're actually featured pretty majorly in the Battle of Minas Tirith. I don't remember that at all. So I've read the books twice. Before I think it's before Rohan gets there, uh, Prince Imrahil is talking with the other, with like the steward and stuff, and he's the ruler of Dol Amroth. Okay. So I think Lothiriel is actually his sister, maybe? I don't know why my voice <laughs> went that high. Sister? When I don't know what I'm talking about, my voice gets super high-pitched. Um, but I'm pretty sure she's... Uh, Emmerhill's sister. So, but there was a part in the Battle of Minas Tirith. Oh, okay. What? I thought you were talking about he, she's the Stuarts. No. Sister. Like. No, but yeah. I think I think they're I somehow like related to. I think they're somehow related to. Okay. I don't. I don't know exactly. Um. Because I think Faramir and Emmerhill are like cousins or something. So actually. Then no, because that would mean he married his cousin and. Faramir didn't marry her. Oh, I thought you said Aomer. <laughs> no, no, I might have. I, I didn't mean like, to. Uh, okay, West Virginia <laughs> going down. You just here. want that to happen. You keep, like, pushing the conversation toward that. <laughs> <laughs> that is nasty. 
Yes, it is. Um, but that didn't happen in Gondor. <laughs> it might have. But it didn't I just happen don't remember. In those days. Yes. They were civilized. It's not Game of Thrones. <laughs> Dang it. So I've actually never seen it. That, I think that's like a big part of that is all the like sibling marriages and awkward stuff like that. That's but nasty. So Dol Amroth is basically the people of Dol Amroth were somehow related to elves, like closer than the men of Gondor. So they were known really? for being like exceptionally beautiful as people. So she hot, basically, and she rich. So, but Alfwine, Aomer's son, was known as Alfwine the Fair. They didn't really talk about him that much because there's not much written yeah. about the Fourth Age. But he was called Alfwine the Fair because he was part Dol Amroth. Mm. So he had elf blood, which might How be why he's have... called Alfwine too. I don't know. So. How does that relate to, like, the Dúnedain? Like, are they totally different? Like, well, the I know Dúnedain how they, were I'm, just men of the West, so the Gondorians But I know how they have, like, elf right. blood because of Elros. But I think their bloodline remained more pure than the Gondorians. The Gondorians, like, kind of mixed with different groups of people Okay. over there. If I'm... Right. I, I'm not okay. entirely sure about that, but I think the okay. Amroth people are more, like, pure. Their bloodline is more pure. They're like, we will um, not marry outside of these four siblings. Right. We will remain pure. Yes, yes. Actually, I have the article pulled up, so it might talk about it. Yeah, so I was right. So basically the Amroth people never married into other races of men. Whereas okay. the the regular Gondorians were like, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. He's ugly, but okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's basically what happened. That's why Alfline is the fair. Um, but yeah, I think this, this story is going to go into that a little bit more, maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. Let's read it. Let's do. And by let's, I mean you. <laughs> yes, of course, as always. <clears throat> Prince of the Mark, a Lord of the Rings story. The rustling grasses almost frustrated the efforts of the child as he drew his bow, the yet undeveloped muscles in his scrawny arm straining for release. I can't talk. His tongue poked stubbornly out of the corner of his mouth, his blonde hair whipping about the ruddy cheeks and earnest blue eyes. Surprisingly, the arrow flew from the entrapped space and landed squarely in the heart of a wooden bear. He be shooting his bear targets. <laughs> Those are pretty big, though. I don't know if that means he's a good shot. I mean... <laughs> I mean, he's like, there's all these animals I could be shooting at, and I just make this outline of the this biggest huge one. Bear. Yeah, so I don't know. But maybe maybe that's a good thing. I don't. Is he shooting off of horseback? Or maybe he is. I don't know, because that's a Rohan thing. Anyway, the boy crowed, his bow forgotten on the ground as he leapt backwards, his focus on the figure behind him. See, that's not an English word at all. Um, it's basically, I'm pretty sure that's like a like a Saxon or like old English word for father. So, uh, but it's like it's like that weird for people who aren't reading it with me. It's like that weird a e letter combined. Yeah. And I think it's pronounced like an a, like an a sound. Um, but I'm not sure. I barely so I'm not gonna do it. I'm just, if they use it again, I'm going to say father, because... Yes. Okay. See, father, I pierced its heart, truly as straight as any marksman of our land. So he shot it in the heart, so 
He was a so good shot. So he had shot. an actual like yeah. target within the target. But it was a big target still. That's all I'm saying. He's <laughs> probably like 10. That's true. We don't know how old he is at this point. Um, the tall king chuckled and rose from the ground to embrace his son, the heavy cape on his shoulders almost enveloping them both. How fine you shoot, Elfwine. I wish your... It's another... I'm just going to assume that's... Beer? Beer there? It's brother, though. It's it's another word that uses, like, weird old English. And I appreciate that in writing. And when I'm reading it in my head, I just kind of, like, go straight through it. But then <laughs> now when we're reading it out loud, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but it's, it's brother. It's just spelled weird. Um, I wish your brother had seen it. But pick up your bow. Shame? I don't understand the grammar in that. Oh, but pick up your bow. Shame. No warrior should forsake his weapon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just need to keep reading instead of, like, stopping and being confused. <laughs> <laughs> Mother sees me all the time, shrugged the boy, running to pick up his bow. After carefully wiping the bowstring and grip, he painstakingly slung it over his back, careful to keep his unruly locks far from his prized possession. When may I ride out with you, father? The boy asked again, surely for the thousandth time. He was so anxious to impress his father. Elfwine had to become a warrior. The King Aomer, 18th in the line of the kings of Rohan, watched his son silently, his face moody and contemplative. When is his face not moody and contemplative, though? <laughs> yeah. That's just kind of Aomer's... Aomer has a resting, moody, and contemplative face. And he's so underrated. <laughs> he's just always sitting there, like, oh, frowning. <laughs> If Elfwine had been looking closely, he would have seen his father's jaw tighten as he asked to go to battle. Wait, they're going to battle. I'm just going to keep just going. Keep yes. <laughs> the child, a perceptive boy, knew something was on his father's mind. Yet he said nothing as they began walking back towards home, the royal city of Meduseld. More than anything, the Prince of Rohan wanted to be the commander of the hundreds of Aoreds in his father's services. He had heard the legends of glory around the feast tables and firesides on cold nights, though his father never spoke of such things around him. Father did not mention war, though Elfwine could not imagine why. It all seemed so grand. Tell me, son, the boy looked up, waiting for his father's voice. The king took a moment to think, struggling for words. Fighter and noble ruler he was, but orator, nay. Why do you wish to ride with the Aereds of Rohan? The boy skipped down the path, his childish zeal evident. I want to fight evil, he exclaimed, pretending to draw his bow. Like you and... Fadu Eowyn? That's another old English mm -hmm. word. Probably aunt. Because well, Eowyn yeah. would be his aunt, right? Yes. Yes, she would. Because Eomer's her father. Or Eomer's his father. <laughs> Yes. We yes. are so bad yes. at family I don't know stuff. why that was so hard to put together. Aomer turned to him in astonishment as he continued. You fought the Easterlings and brought down their beasts, the boy scowled and pronounced the name stutteringly, the emphasis foreign. Mumakil, an auntie, destroyed the Witch King, piercing his skull with her mighty steel. Aomer grabbed his son with such a force that the child reeled back with pain and knelt down, his eyes searching his son's. Where did you hear this? He hissed quietly, his face wrathful. Who told you of the battle on the Pelennor fields? 
Why is he so angry? He's mad. He's like, who well, told? He's probably got some serious PTSD going on. Yeah, I'm sure it's Aowen though. Aowen was probably like, bro, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a thing. <laughs> yeah. I am <laughs> she she just quotes that every time she too. Quotes that all day. It's like you've told that story a hundred times, Aowen. Calm down. <laughs> the child's eyes were wide and his mind reeled, but he answered, waiting to wanting to obey his father more than anything else. The stable boys talk to me, father. They tell me whatever I want to know. He whispered, ducking mm-hmm. his head. I'm sorry. I won't ever ask them again for stories. I promise, father. Aomer saw a tear drip from his son's eye, and his mind seemed to comprehend, and he pulled the boy in a crushing embrace. Oh, my son, my son, he whispered as he rocked the boy until the tears had stopped. They sat silently, the boy huddled to his father's chest, drawing reassurance from the smell of horses and hay. At last, Aomer spoke, setting the boy up on his feet again. Come, Elfwine, I have something to show you. As Elfwine reached for his father's hand, Aomer smiled and enveloped the tiny fingers in his large palm. So he might be even younger than ten. He might be he like might be tiny little, little dude. Little thing. Yeah. <clears throat> they walked in silence to a knoll where a line of flower covered mounds lay. Oh, oh this is gonna be so traumatizing. Yeah. This is the feels. The path was short and the pair hardly made a noise as they stopped before the last hill. Elfwine looked at his father and then the mound curiously, noting his father's silence. What is it, father? He murmured. My son, a raw emotion was in the king's voice. You are standing in front of the grave of our late king, Theoden Ednu, lord of the mark, my liege lord, last of the second line of kings. He swallowed and continued, the closest thing I had to a father, my son. That's sad. I'm fine. (laughs) You're actually, like, tearing up. Alphine's mouth opened to an O as he stared in awe at the grave. What happened? Silence. Father? Out of dark, out of out of doubt, out of dark, to the day's rising, he rode singing in the sun, sword unsheathing. Hope he rekindled, and in hope he ended. Over death, over dread, over doom lifted. Out of loss, out of life, unto long glory. Aomer's voice softened. A bard wrote that in honor of King Theoden's son. Never was there a more noble head that bore the crown. There was silence until Elfwine looked up to find his father staring down at him, tears glistening in the fair blue eyes that never showed anything but resolute determination. Aomer said nothing and gathered his son close, leaning against a boulder as he stroked the hair of his son. We lost him in the Pelennor fields, Elfwine. That day, I suffered the grief of losing many people I lived to see, including my king and your aunt. The boy stilled. You mean they died, father? His voice was small, pressed into his father's cloak. Yes, my son, murmured Aomer. But Aunt Eowyn is still alive, father. The king gave a sad laugh. Yes, but she is not the same, my son. She is grieving still, for the scars of battle permanently damaged her heart. Elfwine squirmed, impatient with his father's remarks. You're getting the feels, aren't you? I am getting the feels. (laughs) I looked over and she's got like tears in her eyes. Elfwine squirmed, impatient with his father's remarks. But why must I hear this? This is why. The father tightened his arms almost instinctively as his voice grew deeper with command. I have lived in a time of war my entire life. I have seen death. I have killed in selfish rage, in sorrow and gluttony, 
Never in my life did I know more than war, more than the difference between life and death. Now we have peace. My days are filled with your mother's laughter, not gray forms of my companions still in death. Aomer lifted his son to face him, continuing earnestly. My son, this is why I do not want you to ride with me. You have a chance to live peacefully, a chance so many young ones never had before they died. Grasp it, Elfline. It's a gift from the heavens, one that will always stay with you in your memories during darker days. Take care to remember the sacrifices which have made, been made for you to live this way. Never forget the stories you have been told. He paused to plead, and never ask me to allow you to ride with me again. Elfline looked at his father, his eyes open wonderingly at the words his father spoke to him. He couldn't remember a time his father had spoken so much in one breath. He looked at the grave and father for several moments. Elfwine trusted his father, but carefully he tucked his dream deep inside his heart, not to be touched. So he nodded gravely back at his father, his mouth set determinedly. I shall obey, father. There was another chuckle and embrace as his father kissed his son. Ah, Elfwine was all they sa he said as they left the row of kings behind. But even the king knew deep inside that the boyish desire for glory would never disappear from his son's heart. He knew that there would come a day the young would again be called to ride for the sake of light. He watched the boy bounce scaly up the path ahead, locks in shining red gold in the setting sun. Yes, even his own offspring would challenge darkness. But for now, Elfwine was his son to raise how he pleased. Emil waited at Medusald for the man and boy, and a mother awaited their romp around the fireside. So there's a little pause there. All the feels. <laughs> so many feels. And so my voice feels. is like going. Gotta drink my coffee. <laughs> We're not gonna advertise what kind I'm drinking. <laughs> We're not getting paid for that. We're not getting paid. <laughs> Show us the money. Yes, then we will. <clears throat> anyway. Eight summers later. <laughs> yeah, so there's a big time gap between now and the next scene. So, I would assume that he was, like, five Pretty or so. Young. Yeah, at the, at the one. So now he's, like, a young Probably teenager. Probably older than five. Maybe. Because he was, he can talk, like, and understand. That's true. Because, like, Aiden is five. That's. My little brother. Yes. I miss him. Keep reading. <laughs> <laughs> Pull. Aim higher. Not too taut. The youth shifted a little, his eyes narrowing in concentration. His long legs, clothed in breeches, held the muscled torso firmly, a sheen of sweat glistening on bare skin. The field was quiet, not a sound from the myriad of faces behind him. So people are watching him do this. Is this like a contest? Now, the arrow jumped from the calloused fingers, flying true into the heart of a straw figure 400 meters away. 400 meters? I have no idea how far that is. That is, like, very far. Like... Like, tell me in yards. For reference... Well, I don't know. Let me let me translate that. Because I'm, I'm thinking about how far I shoot my rifle in the army. And we shoot them uh, 300 yards. And that feels like a really long distance. But, but I feel like this is... But are different than yards. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how different they are, though. Yeah, they're very close. So 400 meters is, like... Um, like a thousand feet like over a thousand feet that's a long way that's a very long way this dude's like 
best shot ever. Legolas <laughs> has a single tear. Yeah, I don't think Legolas could even do that. That's wild. The youth smirked, slinging his bow over his shoulder. His feet picked up into a run, knowing his time was short. He glanced at the sun, blistering and wrathful above. His breath came in rhythmic pants now, as his well-trained body fell into his strides. Faster he pushed his legs, till he was running at the top of his speed. The jubilant shouts of his people blurred together into one seamless murmur as his sight narrowed onto the obstacle in front of him. Twenty hurdles, a cliff, and his task of hours would be finished. Only mere steps to take to his victory. So yeah, they're doing a contest. Run, run, leap. He soared over the first hurdle. Pound, pound, jump. And he was over the second hurdle. Arms in, knees soft. Breathe easy. In where you leap, out as you prepare. Twenty more. Tuck your head in, child. I am not a child. Not after today you won't be. You must win. I shall. I shall. Waves of grass beneath him fell away into the past he was running from. Not a child, nay. Ten more. See, father, I shall win. Never ask me to allow you to ride with me again. So he's like, he wants to go still. Yeah. He clenched his teeth, muscles fiery and shaking. He was not a child anymore. He had faced death, and though it had quenched his childish dreams of glory and splendor, it was the life Elfline desired. Three, two, one. The cliff is here. You must win. I shall. His eyes widened as his feet sprung almost without command off of the rocky surface, the cool air rushing into his face. He almost forgot who he was as his momentum carried him over the water below. Closing his eyes, the weight of the world suddenly fell off of him like rain. A moment passed. He hit the ground, rolling to a standstill. His ears rung, his mind in a state of confusion. Where was his horse? There, a figure not far away. He forced his muscles to move, and his mind sharpened with pain. Elfwine smiled bitterly as his horse greeted him with a happy nicker. Aye, lass, here I am. Now let us run. And run she did, the sound of the earth fading away until it was just his heartbeat coursing with her hooves, carrying him to victory to the final step in his manhood. Spreading his arms in victory, his face broke into a grin as he passed the hundreds of people crying out his name. All had come to see him pass this test. He had not failed them. His spirit soared as he commanded his horse to step in fr stop in front of the royal seats. Dismounting, Elfwine knelt before his father. I kneel before my king, my liege lord, to receive his blessings. The sound of armor and the deep voice emerged from breathless silence. And I stand before my warrior, a young rider, a vassal who has shown his strength and vigilance. The voice seemed to falter for a moment, and also my son. There were two smacks with the flat of Aomer's blade, and he spoke again, words ringing merrily. Rise, rider of Rohan, and join your regiment. The two royals stared deeply at each other amidst the thunderous celebration, understanding flickering silently in victory. And that's it. I love that. I want a sequel to that. I want to see him I know. Go to battle. I want some more. She hasn't marked it as complete. It says to be continued. But I so I don't. Well know. then, Sonny. Well then, Sonny. You must continue this story. <laughs> You're probably quarantined too, so. You have time. We all have time. <laughs> For reference, we we talk to Sonny, so we're not just talking not. to some random person. We're <laughs> yeah. like, do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I think that would be great as a standalone. 
four as more. Hopefully I'd more. Like more. Yeah, me too. I, I would definitely like to see more yeah. of that. Vote on it. Could yes, I will yes. vote on it. I don't think I had read that one before. I know I hadn't. But yeah, it was, I guess, updated January 31st, 2018. 2018 so it's been like two it's years. Been a while. So yeah. it's probably one shot. This, this didn't click complete on. Probably. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But that was really good. It was. I don't know why I hadn't read that before because clearly it's been up for a while. <laughs> You've had time. <laughs> I've, had, I've had time. I've been stuck here two weeks. It's a long time now. Yeah, days mean nothing to me anymore. It's sad. I think it's Sunday. But. I only know that because I have to work tonight. <laughs> yeah. I have to work like every night. It's a shame. All the night. So sad. But anyway, yeah, that was Prince of the Mark. I hope you all enjoyed it. Yeah, go follow Sunny Treasures if you haven't already. She's got a bunch of other good stuff. Yeah, for sure. What was the one that was like a full book that she wrote? Um, Silverleaf? Silverleaf. Yeah, that one's really good, I too. I read most of that. It was really good. Yeah, I read... I think I read about half of it, and it was really good. But I tend to do that. I'll read, like, half, half of a book, it. and then I'll stop, yeah. and then I'll never pick it up again. But now I kind of want to, so I probably will. Um, but anyway, yeah. So if you guys have suggestions for us to read, um, contact yeah. us on our Wattpads. I'm Gareth Ordunadine. I am Sylvan Ellis. You can also find, you can also just go to our, go to the Chronicles of Fiction Wattpad. You can find us on Instagram at Chronicles of Fiction. Um, yeah, I think we only have a Wattpad on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> we had a Twitter once upon a time, but, um. But who uses I that? don't like Twitter, yeah. so we don't have that anymore. It's, I think it still exists, but I don't have the login. We will so. not talk to you if you talk to us on there. Mostly because I won't know that it's there. Right. Um. But yeah, so give us ideas for things to read. Um, yeah, we're totally down for even if it's a super long book to just read the first chapter. Also that, yeah. So would you guys rather hear like one shots like this one or would you rather hear like the first chapter of a book and then like a brief review of the book? Yeah. Because I think those are our options. I feel like reading a whole book is kind of tedious. Depending on how long. We could I mean, take it, case it might have case. just been because I was self-critical. You of were mine. self, yeah. Because when we were reading Sands of yeah, Rome, I was like, like, "Oh my gosh, this is getting so old." But, but it was because we were reading yours. Yeah, and I had it, right, a lot yeah. of people really enjoyed it. That's good. Well, so we might so. do that then if we can find a really good one yes. to read. I've got a couple ideas. Swaphead is full of good fan fiction. You just gotta search for yes. it. We also, if you have um, suggestions from fanfiction.net totally down to do that we do have right yes um profiles over there but i'm i don't have any of my stuff posted so I'm i have like half of sands of rune yeah up, and that's it um, so but yeah totally re i read way too much over there because there's so much angsty legolas fan fiction that i love and that's why i'm not on there much <laughs> yeah but yes but i thought i'd throw that out there but yeah are there any other announcements we have? Not really. Oh, we should talk about the show we started watching but haven't finished. Oh, I don't remember what it's uh, called. Letters, letter, the Letter to the King? Right, yeah. Yes. It's really good. It's like... It's new on Netflix. It's almost shot for shot Lord of the Rings, though, in some parts. Cause yeah. Like, 
I, I'm was, pretty sure they filmed it in New Zealand. Parts, yeah, a lot of it. And it was like, and there's the place that Gollum and Frodo and Sam were. And then that was, that and was really fun, actually. It's not like it might be that same place. It's, it's like, the, it is the same place. definitely that yeah. same place. Like, there's a scene where um, these two main characters are, like, walking over a hill and I was like, that's the part where Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli hide from the riders of Rohan behind that rock. <laughs> and you can see the rock in that shot, and too. that rock! <laughs> yeah, and, and the camera's even at the exact same angle, so it's like it looks exactly the same. Like, you could just put them over each other. I might even do that if I can find the footage. <laughs> I mean, you have the time. But it's a really good show. I yeah, aside from this, so like, yeah. that's really fun, but... Uh... The plot's nothing like Lord of the Rings. It's just all no. the scenery is the same. Um, Although, occasionally, I'll look at the map and go similarities yeah but it's based off of a book so yeah um, which i didn't know yeah and i I don't know if the books name the same thing it might be which i would like to find out because i think i would really enjoy reading that yeah yeah but yeah i I recommend that show um it's pg so there's nothing inappropriate really refreshing like no swearing even so far which which swearing doesn't really bother me but i like it when it's not there because it's there's I don't know. I even though I live four states away from my mom, I like watching things that I feel like my mom can walk in and <laughs> she'd <me>. approve. <laughs> she would approve. Yeah. Well, you know how moms are. They're like omniscient or whatever. Omnipresent. Yes. That's the word. They yes. can see everything. They see everything. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, go check out that show. It's good. Letter, yeah, there's the only one to the season. Yeah. But so far, but it's a new yeah. show, so there's probably going to be another season for sure. Yeah. But I think that's it for us. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening. Yes. And we will see you in the next episode. Sounds good. Mm, bye. Bye.